Hello, I'm Anna Andresian. And I'm Sona Gevorkian and welcome to the weekend review for the week of June 9. In the news. Prime Minister Pashinyan attends Erdogan's inauguration in Ankara and briefly meets with Aliyev. The US and EU call on Azerbaijan to restore energy supplies to Artsakh. Azerbaijan postpones the ministerial meeting scheduled for next week in Washington. The US again called on Azerbaijan to open the Lachin Corridor and restore electricity and gas supply to Artsakh. In his speech at the OSCE Permanent Council meeting, Michael Carpenter, the US ambassador to the OSCE, stated that, as a starting point for improving security, the US calls on Azerbaijan to take steps to ensure constant gas and electricity supplies to Nagorno-Karabakh, as well as to ensure the free flow and movement of goods and people, including through the Lachin Corridor. In this respect, I urge Azerbaijan to adhere to the letter and spirit of the February 22 order by the International Court of Justice, the U.S. representative stated. He also urged the sides to refrain from provocative, threatening or hostile actions or rhetoric. Carpenter was responding to Azerbaijan Foreign Minister Jehun Bayramov's address, where the latter said that peace between Armenia and Azerbaijan is within reach for the first time since the two countries regained their independence. He said Armenia's recognition of Azerbaijan's territorial integrity, including the Karabakh region, provides a ground for cautious optimism. At the same time, he accused Armenia of having continued illegal military presence on Azerbaijani territory, consistently interfering with Azerbaijan's internal affairs and obstructing the dialogue between the central Azerbaijani authorities and the local residents of the Karabakh region of Armenian origin. The EU representative further called on Azerbaijan to develop a positive agenda that safeguards the rights and security of the Armenian population in Nagorno-Karabakh. The EU said the current situation is concerning and has been causing a negative humanitarian impact as the ethnic Armenian population has been repeatedly facing disruptions in essential energy and communication services, while the reported frequent ceasefire violations raise serious concern about their well-being. It called on Baku to take concrete steps to lift constraints on the ethnic Armenian population by ensuring stable energy supplies and allowing maintenance to take place on the electricity grid. An Armenian foreign ministry spokesperson has said that Azerbaijan has requested to postpone the planned next round of foreign ministerial talks with Armenia in Washington, D.C., planned for June 12. Azerbaijani media cited diplomatic sources as attributing the postponement to scheduling conflict and logistical issues. On June 2nd, the deputy prime ministers of Armenia, Russia and Azerbaijan met in Moscow for the 12th meeting of the Trilateral Working Group. A statement released by the Armenian government said that the meeting was held in a constructive atmosphere and significant progress has been recorded with satisfaction around the coordination of the methods for organizing unblocking of transport connections between Armenia and Azerbaijan. In particular, a common understanding was achieved on implementing concrete steps in the direction of restoring and organizing railway connection in the Yeras-Julfa-Megri-Horadiz route, the Armenian government said. In an interview to Armenia's Public TV, Armen Grigorian, the secretary of Armenia's Security Council, said all border services on Armenian territory in the event of unblocking of transportation routes will be under Armenian control. Grigorian also said a peace deal could be signed with Azerbaijan by the end of the year. On June 3, Armenian Prime Minister Nikol Pashinyan visited Turkish capital Ankara upon the invitation of President Erdogan, who was recently re-elected to participate in the latter's inauguration ceremony. Pashinyan, accompanied by Armenia's special envoy for normalization talks with Turkey and Deputy Parliament Speaker Ruben Rubinian, was greeted at the airport by Serdar Kılıç, the Turkey envoy for talks with Armenia. At the presidential complex, Pashinyan was welcomed by Turkish Foreign Minister Mevlut Çavuşoğlu, 
According to press reports, Pashinyan had a brief meeting with Azerbaijani President Ilham Aliyev after the ceremony. Armenia's Foreign Minister Arad Mirzoyan and Hakan Fidan, the newly appointed Foreign Minister of Turkey, spoke on the phone for the first time. Mirzoyan congratulated him on his appointment and the sides expressed their willingness to continue working towards full normalization of relations between Armenia and Turkey. Fidan also spoke with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and discussed normalization processes between Turkey and Armenia and Armenia and Azerbaijan. Toivo Klar, the EU envoy to the South Caucasus, visited Armenia and had meetings with Prime Minister Pashinyan, Deputy Prime Minister Meher Grigorian, and Foreign Minister Arad Mirzoyan. Klar and Pashinyan discussed the implementation of the agreements reached at the trilateral and five-sided meetings held in Brussels and Chisinau, the processes of normalization of relations between Armenia and Azerbaijan, the humanitarian crisis in Nagorno-Karabakh due to Azerbaijan's blockade of the Lachin Corridor, the rights and security of the people of Nagorno-Karabakh under the internationally guaranteed dialogue mechanism. Prime Minister Pashinyan is in Sochi, Russia, on a working visit to participate in meetings of the Eurasian Intergovernmental Council and the CIS Council of Heads of Governments. On June 7, he met with Russian Prime Minister Mikhail Mishustin, who said Russia sincerely values our brotherly relations. They are allied and strategic in nature. He noted that economic ties are developing actively and dynamically despite Western sanctions. They discussed the renovation of the Upper Lars checkpoint on the Russia-Georgia border, which Russia promised to complete by June 15. Pashinyan took part in the narrow format session of the Eurasian Intergovernmental Council, where the prime ministers of the Eurasian Economic Union member states discussed further integration, including the operation of the EA-EU internal market. During his visit to Armenia, Michael Roth, the chair of the German Bundestag's Foreign Relations Committee, stated that we must do everything so that no other neighbor attempts to violate Armenia's territorial integrity and that the Armenian people are able to live peacefully without war, violence and threats. He called on Azerbaijan to respect the decision of the International Court of Justice and immediately open the Lachin Corridor. Roth stressed that ethnic cleansing should never be allowed to take place in Nagorno-Karabakh. He added that the EU, Germany and France will continue to be engaged in talks between Armenia and Azerbaijan. He said, Germany and the EU want to deepen both political and economical relations with Armenia and liberalize visas for Armenian citizens, which he said should take place as quickly as possible. In a separate event, Armenian Foreign Minister Arad Mirzoyan told lawmakers that Armenia is actively discussing visa liberalization with EU and with individual member states. He said, so far it hasn't been possible to reach a consensus within the EU on that issue. The EU's civilian observation mission in Armenia that was established this January with a two-year mandate will open three additional operational hubs in Kapan, Ijevan and Yereknadzor in the upcoming months to gradually reach full operational capability. It began operations on the 20th of February and has, in its first three months, conducted more than 300 patrols in total from its operational hubs in Goris, Jermuk and Martuni. Every week, the patrols cover more than 3,800 kilometers of distance. Last week, Armenian and Artsakh defense ministries reported several ceasefire violations by Azerbaijani forces. Azerbaijan fired on Armenian equipment carrying out engineering work and on Armenian positions in Gerarkunik and on Armenian positions in the Khoznavar section in Sunik. No casualties have been reported. At the same time, Robert Rukasian, the governor of Sunik, said Azerbaijani troops have pulled back in some parts of the Ter area, but he did not provide details. This week in Artsakh, Azerbaijani forces fired at a farmer operating a tractor and fired with small arms in different sections of the line of contact. Artsakh's defense army further accused Azerbaijan of spreading disinformation to justify regular ceasefire violations committed by its units.
This week, Kayane Hakopian, who is accused of attempting to kidnap Ashot Pashinyan, the prime minister's son, went on trial. Hakopian lost her son during the 2020 Artsakh war. She has been accused of tricking the 23-year-old into getting in her car and trying to drive him to the Yerabalur military cemetery, where her son and other fallen soldiers are buried. Ashot jumped out of the car on their way. She insisted he was not forced into the car and just wanted for them to go to Yerabalur, where bad things are not done. Today, the verdict was delivered, finding Hakopian guilty of abduction and sentencing her to four years in prison. Nevertheless, she will have the opportunity to serve the sentence conditionally, with one year of probation. As a result, Hakopian was released from the courthouse. This week, the extra-parliamentary party, Aprelu Yergir, announced that it will nominate Mane Tandilian as its candidate for mayor of Yerevan. Tandilian previously served as Armenia's Minister of Labor and Social Affairs in 2018 in Prime Minister Pashinyan's cabinet and in the same ministerial position in Artsakh after the 2020 war, from which she resigned in September 2021. Elections for the mayor of Yerevan will be held in September. The ruling party, Civil Contract, has confirmed that Tigran Avinyan, who is currently deputy mayor, will be their candidate. Others, such as former mayor Haik Marutian and the largest opposition bloc, Armenia Alliance, have yet to confirm their participation. That was the kind of week we had in Armenia and Artsakh. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.